everybody, welcome to The Blacklist, the show where we interview the elite. Today on my right, we have Getum. He is a seven-figure real estate and crypto investor since 2016. Um, now he's the chief operating officer at ATM Together, where essentially they help build um, ATM businesses and Bitcoin ATM businesses, right? Which is what we're going to talk about today. Exactly. Yeah. Thanks, brother. Thanks for having me. No problem. So, you know, tell me a little bit more about your background kind of before operations, you know, before running operations at ATM Together. Yes. Yeah, so uh, kind of humble beginnings. Right. And I'm not going to give you the sob story. Right. But my parents are immigrants. They came from a very small country in uh, East Africa. Most yeah. people had never heard of. Right. So the uh, the glass ceiling was there in the sense of like what I was capable of or what I was supposed to be capable of. So grew up multiple older um, siblings, grew up not in the wealthiest part of town. And so um, ended up uh, getting into the Marine Corps right after high school because I just figured, hey, I can't afford college. Right. It's probably not for me. I'm just just made to work for the rest of my life. Right. And that's probably how a lot of people feel. Yep. So at the time I was in the Marine Corps, phenomenal at a phenomenal unit, great memories. But I realized, hey, there's got to be something more. I just don't see myself here for another 20 years like they're telling me to be. So actually ended up in a career in law enforcement just before that, though. Right. Barely making any money, worked a few dead end jobs and uh, actually ended up $50,000 in credit card debt. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that's the worst revolving credit. You're just like, man, how do I make the minimum payment? And I'm just doing balance transfer after balance transfer, like intro. Like, I'm just trying to do everything. Yep. Plummeting my credit, barely affording rents. Right. And I was like, man, I got to do something. I was like, college isn't for me. Right. I have absolutely no money to my name. I can barely afford to rent. Right. On the verge of homelessness. And I actually was on the streets for a few weeks. And then Damn. finally ran into a, a deputy, sheriff's deputy in California. And it just, for some reason, it was one of those things where it's like the, um, it's like brightness, like it's a movie where it's like cloudy, cloudy. And then there's the brightness or like one of those Apple commercials. Yeah. Right. So I, um, well, how did you meet him? Like, was he arresting you or no, like, no, 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 <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> right. So, um, it was actually at one of the uh, dead end jobs I was working at grocery yeah. store and, uh, I ran into him. Right. I was on my break. Right. I just started at 4am. It was like noon. I was about to go to, uh, like my community college struck up a conversation. He's like, yeah, you should get into law enforcement. And I was like, well, I mean, do you mind asking me, like, do you mind if I ask you how much you make? And he's, he looks around, gives me the look. I'm like, what's going to go on? He's like, man, I make over six figures. Oh shit. Blew my mind. Yeah. I was like, I never thought I'd be capable of six figures a year. Never. I thought for sure. I was like, maybe going to survive. So ended up applying to a lot of police departments in California. I'm talking like shotgun application, 30 places. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's a big no-no if you didn't know. So if anybody's looking to get into law enforcement, do not apply to a lot of places. They, that's a no-no, right? So actually ended up getting hired in a uh, Bay Area Police Department. Most I ever made in my life, yeah. right? And I just worked my ass off. Every single day, I was just so happy to be there. I worked, 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 worked. And I realized, you know what? I need to make some investments, made some solid choices, um, did decent with investments in real estate, crypto, and uh, here I am now. Yeah, dude. Well, that's phenomenal. Well, yep. now you know. Now you're doing a lot of stuff with you know Paul Alex at ATM together. Yeah. Um. So how did you kind of get into ATMs? Because you know you were in law enforcement, then you did crypto, then you did real estate. Yeah. Why this? Yeah. So funny story, right? I was working patrol one day, right? And uh, and the area we worked it was it was a dangerous city. Right, yeah. A lot of stuff going on. So a lot of outside agencies, including Alphabet Soup, like the three-letter federal agencies, would always come into our city. So randomly, one day, I'm listening, listening to the, uh, the police radio. And uh, a three-letter agency gets on. They say, hey, we're going to this place. We're actually going to take a uh, Bitcoin ATM. I was like, Bitcoin ATM? This is years ago, yeah. right? Before like people didn't even hear about Bitcoin. What, what, what year was that? This was about, I think, 2006. 
16 or okay. 17. Yeah. Right? So this is years yeah, ago. Yeah, that was, yeah. So no one was really, uh, it wasn't that popular. So I was perplexed. So of course, you know me, I just had to go. Just started to figure out what's <laughs> going on. What is this machine they are talking about? So I strike up a conversation with them. And basically it's like, hey, you know, it, there was nothing really bad going on. The person was just making so much money. It caught red flags at the bank. They reported oh, them and they weren't paying taxes. That was it. <laughs> Yeah. And I was, I was perplexed. I was like, if you don't mind me asking, like, how much are they making? And they looked, and they're like, this dude's making like $35,000 a month from this machine. Yeah. Blew my mind. I was like, I'm working my ass off, and I'm not even making anywhere close to that. That's right. what I hope to make in like a quarter or like six months. Yeah. Right? So down the rabbit hole, and then I found out, hey, about cash ATMs. A friend of mine was actually investing in them. They needed the capital. They were actually going to execute on the realm. They had the contracts. I gave them the capital, and I became a silent investor. Yeah. And years later, expanded, and I'm with ATM together. Yeah. So. Damn. And, and so now you guys are, uh, you know, kind of transitioning into the, the Bitcoin ATMs. Is that, is that true? That's Maybe correct. not transitioning, but adding on, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, now, tell me a little bit about that, because I'm pretty familiar now with, like, you know, cash ATMs. This is a little bit different, though, right? You make 10% off of every transaction, or how does that work? Yeah, so real simple. You got to think, and most people know, like, crypto exchange right? Yep. So think of yourself as a broker and, and we're on actually in Las Vegas. So imagine you're the house, you're the table. Yep. So it doesn't matter if somebody wins or loses, no matter what you're profiting. So someone will actually go to that machine. Okay. And it's actually, and imagine yourself as that mini broker at a location, they will go there and they will buy crypto directly. So they'll actually put their cash in there. And typically like the order volume is about a thousand dollars or more. You're going to charge about 15 to 20% commission for convenience for them to use that machine. So you're going to make $150 to $200 just off that transaction. And some of these locations are actually generating about $10,000, $15,000 in revenue just from one machine. <laughs> so we, we, it was just a no-brainer. We're already in cash ATMs. They yep. complement each other. What you're traditionally going to see is actually a Bitcoin machine right next to a cash ATM. So you may Yes, I've own. seen that. Exactly. Seen that. Why is that? So here, here's the reason why, right? This is a little secret, guys, so you don't... So, this is a secret in the industry. So the person who owns that Bitcoin ATM more than likely owns that cash ATM. <laughs> yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah. So, and more than likely the merchant knows that person. Okay. So that person that wants to buy the Bitcoin with cash, what they're going to do is they're actually going to go to their ATM right there. They're going to pull out, we'll say $500, $600 in cash. They get charged a fee, yeah. a convenience fee for using that machine. They get that same cash and they go next door right there, two feet away to the Bitcoin ATM. And then they get charged 15%. And you're literally making money all along the way. It's a coin we termed called infinity banking. Yep. You literally are turning into the bank. So they complement each other. They're not competing with each other. Yeah. Well, let me ask you, because, um, you know, Paul was talking about the ideal avatar, right? Mm -hmm. The people that use the cash ATMs. What type of person is using the Bitcoin ATMs to process transactions or, you know, do that? Yeah. So it's, it's not very known right now because we are charting in it's like the gold rush right this is the newest time to get into bitcoin atms yeah. so typically you want to look for dense communities high density and you want to look in urban areas locations that are open late but what we've seen is the hispanic community typically yeah. uses it and here's the reason why this is it blows people's mind when i tell them this yeah. i'm like think about it for a second when somebody wants to get cash and transfer it to another country specifically south america what happens? They go to Western Union, they go to MoneyGram, they go to something, yep. right? And they get charged a fee. But here's the thing. If they misspell the name by even a few letters, and you know, in the Hispanic community, there's multiple names, right? Yeah. So, yeah, if they miss, so if they misspell the name a little bit, that receiving Western Union or company, they're going to send it back and say no. Yeah. They won't release the funds. They won't release it. Yeah. And so here's another thing. In a lot of those economies, 
They're dealing with hyperinflation. They're dealing with governments that they don't necessarily trust. Yep. Money may go into their bank account and they can't withdraw it for another month and it's worth 40% less. So they think to yourself, well, why am I going to lose 40% of my income or risk not having access to my funds or hyperinflation or un like uncertainty in my country when I can just pay the smaller percentage and it goes straight to a wallet or a yeah. Bitcoin wallet or a crypto wallet and they can use it whenever they want. And change Almost it immediate, whatever. right? Immediately. It takes about 10 minutes tops to go from literally from Las Vegas, Nevada to Venezuela. Yeah. And uh, that, see, to me, that was crazy because when we were talking during lunch, it's like, you know, a lot of people, I remember back in the day when if I had to send out money or if I had to call somebody or whatever, yeah. I would literally have to go to like a, uh, uh, you know, market, meat marketplace or whatever and buy those little cards you know, yeah. that they were selling at the time. Yeah. Or I'd have to do that, right? Western Union or send it over to a pharmacy in, in Mexico. And then you have to go to either the Walmart or someplace to cash it out. And like you said, if you misspell the name, they're not going to release the funds to you. So there's just um, too many, too many middlemen, too many brokers that way, where instead this way, they can send it straight to family automatically. Mm -hmm. Nobody, nobody is uh, in the middle of that. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It so, yeah, so that's super powerful. And then now the people that own the cash ATMs are now investing in the Bitcoin ATMs because, like you said, the infinity bank, uh, infinity banking method—they're making money along the whole way. Because don't, yeah, it's just it's just crazy to me. So, do people normally have to, um, you know, take out cash from the ATM to input it to into the Bitcoin ATM, or how does that work? Yes, yeah, so they're very specific. They okay. serve two different purposes, and that's that's the best part about them. That's why they complement each other. So if you get a Bitcoin ATM, there's two options. It's there's called two-way and one-way. And it's real simple, yeah. right? So it says, "Hey, one some allow buy only and some allow buy and sell." So mm. now if you have crypto and you're traveling, for example, you can go to Europe, go to a Bitcoin ATM and sell the crypto you have for cash. You don't need to deal with foreign currency exchange. Yeah. You can get as much cash, you can get $10,000 in cash right then and there, <laughs> right? So you can start thinking about like what happens with this. And then on top of that, people, it's a, it's a actual institution that people are familiar with. Right. So now, since we have such, so much crypto adoption and keep in mind, I've been involved in the space since 2016. So it is, um, at least like six years ago. Yeah. Right. I was that tinfoil hat guy where people were like, Hey, don't listen to him. Right. Yep, it's yep. Bitcoin thing. He's what he's talking about. Right. So people are like, man, they want to buy it when it's down, when it's up, it doesn't matter. They want to buy it. There's always someone that's going to buy and sell. Yeah. So now if someone's elderly, for example, and they can't figure out, hey, how do I set up this wallet? How do I set up this uh, exchange account? My bank won't allow me to connect to my exchange. Well, what are they going to do? I know how to use an ATM. This yep. machine right here, I literally just need to put cash inside this machine and I'm going to get this Bitcoin into my wallet and yeah. my grandson can help me. Right. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. So um, there's two questions that I have, but actually, yeah, let me ask them anyway. So yeah. number one is, you know, a lot of people are probably going to think, because even me, it's like, you know, you, what if Bitcoin is down or what if, you know, crypto, like right now, cryptocurrency, you know, sometimes it does well and at times it's a bloodbath. But I think in this scenario, we're still protected, right? Or how does that work? Yeah. So here's the best part about it. So there's, there's two options. If you want to do it yourself, you get a machine, you have to own the crypto. So you're exposed to the market. If you want to help, you want the help of a team, that's an option. Well, with us, you don't need to actually own the crypto. You are literally the middleman or middlewoman. Right? Yeah. So you're making money along the way either way. So whether it's up or down. So there's that saying, right? Buy when there's blood on the streets. So you're going to have those yeah. investors. So when crypto's down, they're going to buy as much as possible. They're going to your machine. And then you're going to have people that actually sell 
because they're like, man, crypto is up. I want to sell. You make money off that transaction. Mm. So you're not exposed to the actual price because you're charging a commission on the actual machine. Yes, totally makes sense. Um, so now walk me through the crypto you know, automation program that now you guys have um, because I'm already super intrigued. <laughs> yeah. So walk me, walk me through that. So, so um, it's, it's phenomenal. Here's the thing. So it's actually, just to give you a little backstory, this took us over six months to design this program. Yeah. Because we literally, we had to go state by state to ensure compliance with attorneys. There's, there's a lot of stuff that goes on because once you start dealing with crypto, let alone exchanging currency, US dollars for anything else, you start going to another realm. And we understood, we said, hey, how can someone be successful in this? And what issues are they gonna run into? So I'm thinking, you know, from the military side and law enforcement side, we need to find solutions. We need to make it as simple as possible for the everyday American to be involved. Because at the end of the day, people have nine to fives, they have families, they don't want to deal with compliance, federal registration. Most people don't want to file taxes. Yeah, that's al- so true. Yeah, like you no one wants to deal with an attorney. No offense, but no one wants to deal with an attorney, right? Yeah. So we deal with that for you. So it cost us over a million dollars to establish this. Because just to give you a little backstory, the crypto industry, to have a Bitcoin ATM yourself, and anyone can do it themselves, just so you know, right? Full transparency. But the reason why we didn't get involved in it for years, I actually spoke to Paul about this. It was just too complex. Yeah. And we say, how can we help other people do it? it? It just becomes too complex for the average person to do it. Right. So you need to actually own the machine, right? Which is going to cost you about ten dollars to $25,000, right? So now you have the machine. And most of these manufacturers, they know that they're not making profits off just one. So they'll tell you, no, you can't just buy one. Damn. You have to buy multiple. Yep. So now you're starting to think to yourself, like, man, you're going into another bracket. I'm like, man, I need to invest 60000 just for these machines. Yeah. Then you need a location. So all of a sudden, you're like, how do I find a location? I don't have time. It's sales. I don't want to deal with sales. I got to go to work. I got to take my kids to school. Okay. In addition to that, you have to have cash inside that machine. Because if somebody goes there to sell crypto, what do you do? You need ten dollars to $50,000 in cash to put in the machine. Yeah. In addition to that, right? So you start adding up all these numbers. You start seeing you're easily in the six figures range. Yep, yep. Then... You need to own the crypto. So now you're exposed. But you got to ask yourself, well, if someone goes there and they want to sell, we'll say, or if they want to buy, we'll say two Bitcoin. Right now it's at about, I think, 16 or 17,000. So you need those two Bitcoin. That's about, we'll say, uh, $38,000. Yeah. Okay. For those two Bitcoin. But here's the thing if the price fluctuates during that transaction, you need what's called floats. So you need extra crypto to account for that. So you start seeing how it becomes way more expensive. Yeah. So we thought to ourselves, okay, we, we literally, like Paul and myself, we were there hours, coffee shot after coffee shop Celsius, right? And we're yeah. thinking like, how can we find the solution? So what we did was we did our research. We partnered with a fulfillment company and we said, we're going to fully automate the solution. So what that looks like is like every step along the way, we're going to make it to basically a white glove service. Yeah. Okay. So how that's going to look like is this. We actually help our clients form their limited liability company because we understand people just don't want to form that, right? So we give them the guidance on that. We help them with the file, the federal registration, and then we help them find a business checking account because what we understand is for a lot of our clients, it's actually their first time opening a business checking account. It's a big deal. Yeah. Think about you're like your first home you purchased. It was a big right. deal. You're like, how do I do these inspections? How do I do this? So you need yeah. that person helping you along the way. So that's what we did. We have simplified the process. Then after that's done, the foundation, what we do is we order the machine brand new, all the bells and whistles with an advertising topper, which I'll get into later. Okay. So everything you need, a full lawn turnkey package. Okay. So we send it to a technician in your area, but you got to think, think outside the box. Well, if you can send it to a technician and we're connected nationwide, we literally just signed the contract 
with a nationwide deployer, it's almost like connecting with UPS. We can go anywhere now, yeah. right? What can Brown do for you? So, yeah, yeah. So with that being said, we ship it to a technician. Okay? So now that professional technician has custody of your machine, they program it for you. So you don't even need to deal with that. They handle all that. They make sure everything's pretty ready to roll. But then here's the thing. You got to ask yourself, well, how can you fail? Well, you need a location. Yeah. And that takes hundreds of hours of work. Think about that. You have to find a list of locations. You got to call the business owner, try to get a hold of them. How do you have time to do that? So we partnered with a call center. Nice. Phenomenal. The same call center that has found us over 2,500 ATM locations. Yeah. Nationwide, Canada, Hawaii, South, I mean, anywhere you can think of. Okay. So we partnered with them and they find your location for you. So you actually talk to them directly and they have multiple reps that will contact businesses in your area or anywhere in the U.S. you want to place your Bitcoin ATMs. Yeah. They contact that business, they speak to the merchant directly, and they actually screen it for you. And remember, they have, I mean, they have so many locations under their belt, they know what they're doing. True. So they go off of multiple criteria. like, what's the actual profitability location, foot traffic, um, any density of the location, what's the dynamics of the actual population, anything you can think of, the stuff you don't want to think of. Yep. So they screen all that stuff for you, okay? Once they determine, you know what, this is a phenomenal location, I would personally put it there, Paul, get them. They would personally put their Bitcoin ATMs there. Then they negotiate for you because we understood that they, is a hard They negotiate with the, with the location? So they or? actually speak with the location, yeah. Yeah. So they'll actually speak with the business owner and negotiate the terms of that deal. The best rate That's possible for you. Yeah. Yeah. Because you understand, like, it's, it's hard. Negotiation's tough. There's, there's a whole industry designed to that. Yeah. So they'll negotiate directly with that merchant, get the best deal possible. But we thought to ourselves, how can we make it even better? So we put you in contact with that merchant directly. Okay. And so we give you the contract just between you two, right? Just like if anyone's bought a house, like a residential purchase agreement. Yeah. So you just sign a simple contract. But here's the thing. You're the final layer of screening as a client. So for any reason, if you don't like that location, we're going to find you another one free of charge. <laughs> because at the end of the day, the client's success is our success. Yeah. Because we're going to put you on, on a photo smiling next to that Bitcoin ATM and you're going to show your results and you're going to tell your family. Yeah. Yep. It's referrals. That's the, the new age of business. Yeah. So if any reason, if they don't like that location, we find them another one. You don't like that one? Cool. We'll find you another one. Because I will personally put my locate my actual Bitcoin ATM at that location. Yeah. We understand sometimes there's there's issues where like maybe you just don't like the merchant, right? They rubbed you the wrong way. That's totally fine. We'll find you a phenomenal location, right? After that's all said and done, that's all done. You sign the contract with them. Then our technician installs the machine for you at the location. Right. Right. Very quick, very simple process. Like there's literally no way you can fail. Yeah. Well, dude, um, it sounds great, and it also sounds expensive. So, you know, like you guys mentioned, you guys put in a million dollars just to make sure that this works, right? Mm -hmm. How are you guys able to do it for like kind of like at scale, like with the, with the clients? Because, you know, before that, you, you said that you were talking to Paul and it was just complex at the time, right? But you guys took the time to make sure that all the complexities now became simple. Mm -hmm. So how does, it, um, how does it look like for a new client kind of like coming in and, and kind of like the simplicity of it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... How simplicity-wise, and what do you mean by simplicity? So I guess my question is, is this. It sounds, it sounds like you guys took a lot of time to make sure that this is a success, right? In the same way that like with ATM Together, you guys have thousands of clients uh, you know, successful, and every single other day, basically, I see a client winning, right? Um, how do you guys ensure the same level of, of success with this when, the, ticket, when the, tic the price to get in is a little bit more, I think? 
right? Because I don't know the, what the price is. Yeah. I'm assuming it's more based off of the numbers that you were kind of giving me right now. Yeah. So how do you ensure that? So what we do is, first of all, word of mouth, referrals. That's that's the best thing for us, right? And so it's a service, right? So any for any premium service, you're going to pay a premium price. Yeah. But it's going to be actually be dramatically less than starting the business yourself. And so think about those numbers initially, right? Yeah. So I mentioned yep. the machine itself, 25000 um, the cash inside another twenty thousand. There's there's actually compliance, which is going to be lawyer fees. So we handle all that on the back end for yeah. you. So for a low five figure investment, you get your machine, you get your advertising topper, which is another source of passive revenue. This, yeah. That alone is, as you know, money and advertising. Yeah. So with that being said, you get the profits from the actual machine. So the first thing we do is we ensure that you're successful with the machine. So I don't know if I went into the numbers of what we see for machines. But typically, it's about a thousand to six thousand dollars a month in revenue for the machine. That's good. And that's per location. That's yeah. not that's not multiple locations. Yeah. Okay. That's really that, good. That's not including the advertising revenue. So imagine this. Okay. So you have a TV screen on top of your machine, just like if you've been to a gas station, they run ads. Yep. That gas station owner is typically making a few hundred dollars a month extra from those TV screens. So that is connected to a national ad campaign. So the more Bitcoin ATMs out there, the more money you make. And think about it like this way. The Super Bowl. Why do you think commercials are so expensive? There's more eyes watching. Yep. So advertising or companies are paying for ad space on your Bitcoin ATM. So that's the advertising topper you were talking about, right? Exactly. So you're running advertisements from Amazon, Apple, all these different companies, right? Yeah. And you're typically making a little over 100 to $300 a month. In Canada, we've seen people make $600 a month. Yeah. Completely passive, unrelated <laughs> to the machine. Yeah. So you have two sources of revenue. You literally have two businesses in one machine. Right? Yeah. So with that being said, what we do is we handle the fulfillment on the back end. So what we'll do is we'll handle the cash inside the machine. We actually have an armored car service we connect to. What, what does that mean? So what that means is think of a Brinks truck or like an armored vehicle. We actually connected with companies nationwide. So they're going to manage the cash in there. So you don't even need to put your own cash in the machine. It's our cash. We take the risk with that. Because yeah. we understand rolling around with twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars in cash, it's tough. So there's an armored vehicle that picks up and drops off the cash. How nice is that, dude? It's <laughs> simplified. Yeah. yeah. So so when you roll up, you see the car pull up like they're pull, picking up my cash, right? It's yeah. a great feeling. So I'm very familiar with like okay, a client. Let's say a client has a cash ATM. They now need to refill it every so often, right? Mm -hmm. What does it look like for a client after they get their first Bitcoin ATM? How does the process or maintenance look like there? It's extremely simple because we've fully automated it, okay? So we've connected with technicians nationwide, yeah. right? We've connected with the installing. The company's actually installer. We've connected with the armored car service. So they manage the cash. And we take the risk. We own the crypto. So we have our wallet connected to that machine. Yep. It's our crypto. We handle buying and selling. So you're looking at hundreds of Bitcoin. We have to hold at all times to maintain all these machines nationwide. Yeah. And we adjust accordingly. We also handle the marketing. So we're actually going to deal with driving traffic to your actual machine. Wow. So you don't even need to deal with that. It's literally passive. Once a month, you get your ad revenue and you get your residuals from the machine itself. There's that's nothing crazy. required. Yeah. So it's extremely simple. Well, that's new, isn't it? Right? Because like the marketing uh, to the to the crypto ATM. And why do yeah. you guys do that? To just to bring in more more foot traffic? Or yeah. yeah. So in general, in general, marketing always causes more revenue. Right. That's just that's the way. Otherwise, people wouldn't spend the money. So what yeah. we found is when you drive traffic, when people are looking for a Bitcoin ATM, you want to make sure they find yours. So we look for the right. most profitable location first. We know that based on foot traffic, they're going to run into your machine. The merchants incentivize too. They want to. They actually want people to use the machine. Okay? Yeah. 
in addition to that, when people start getting, um, they actually get interested in the machines, well, they're actually going to find out because they're going to look online. They're going to look on Google Maps. They're going to look on Apple Maps. They're going to go to crypto website. That's where we list everything. So we make sure you have the most traffic going to your machine. Yeah. More eyes equals more revenue at the end of the day. Yeah. Super clear, dude. That's a, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I appreciate you sharing that. Now, some, I think a question that a lot of people are going to have, um, and even, you know, one for me, it's like, why wouldn't people just use an exchange over, you know, going to the ATM? Because, you know, I use an exchange. I know a lot of, I mean, younger people use exchanges. So what's the, yeah, what's the difference or, or the benefit there? Yeah. So that's a phenomenal question. And it's great that you actually asked it, right? So it comes up all the time. And so just for like full disclosure, I've used all these different exchanges, probably like 10 of them, right? Yeah. But what I always understood, there's a statement in the crypto industry, right? Crypto boys, as they call them, right? They, they know. So not your keys, not your coins. What that mm. means is basically, if you don't have the key to your house, it's not your house. Right. So if you purchase crypto on an exchange, it is not technically your crypto. It belongs to that exchange. So if anything happens, if their server goes down, there goes your crypto. Yeah. Or if they go bankrupt, which is what happened, as you know, which oh, is going man. on right now. Yep, yep. Big name, three, I mean, FTX just went down. Yep. Billions of dollars disappeared. Pension funds invested in crypto disappeared, right? Because they left it on the exchange. Yeah. Coinbase, right? They, had, they were trying to bail out some people. And yeah. then you have BlockFi. People just lost their money. They life savings into yeah. crypto there. So what we found is when you have an intermediary or a middleman that owns your crypto, you got a problem. So what we found is people have distrust in exchanges. In addition to that, to purchase from an exchange, you need to connect a bank. So think about how many people are unbanked in the United States right now. They say about 25% yeah. of millions of people. So if they want to get into the crypto, they can't because they don't have that bank account. That's true. And honestly, it's, sometimes it's like um, such a pain. To, to go through that process of verification and stuff like that on the exchanges, yeah, like with your bank, yeah, you know, it takes it takes long. You can't just go in there and you know start buying. Yep. When 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 there was when it was the, the explosion of crypto, when it was exciting, right? You know, Grandma was talking about it in November at Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. What happened? Everyone rushed to the exchanges to make accounts. Yeah. And there were one month wait times. So as you're watching the price go up, you're like sitting there waiting because you can't yep. buy. So what can you do? You go to a machine, you get it instantly. And that brings up another point. If you have cash, there is absolutely no other way to directly buy crypto. Think about it. Yeah. How are you going to send cash to one of these exchanges? They're not going to accept it. Yeah. So you have to go to your bank. If you have, say, $1,000 in cash, right, which is about the, the average transaction. So you have $1,000 in cash. You go to your bank to deposit it. It should be available same day or the next day, right? That's another one day down. Now you need to initiate an ACH transfer, right? A bank transfer to the exchange, which yep. takes what? Three to five business days. Yeah. So that's another, we'll say four days. Okay. Then you need to buy the crypto, right? Or you need to verify your account. First of all, yep. so you buy the crypto, that's another day. And then what you want to do is you need to transfer it to your wallet. So you went about five days, ideally from having that cash in your hand to crypto and think about the volatility. Imagine oh, in that five days, like everything could have changed, you know, painful, painful. Yeah. You're just like, I knew about it at this price and it exploded because my buddy told me these news. Right. Yeah. So there's no other way to directly transfer it to purchase crypto or sell it for cash. So if people trend, for example, another example, if you're traveling to another country or someone's traveling to Las Vegas, how else are they going to get their cash from their crypto? They're going to transfer it to their bank. Yeah. And then what, what are they going to do? They're going to have to do a wire transfer to a U.S. bank and withdraw it. So you got to think to yourself, now people have access to their crypto investments 
and it's now starting to connect the worlds. Yeah. And you're profiting off of every single transaction. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So when would be the best time for somebody to kind of launch an ATM, or not ATM, but Bitcoin ATM business? So I say, and this is not even for any urgency, I say absolutely right now. And here's the reason why. We are absolutely the only company available to offer this. We're empowering people to start their machines and start their businesses. Yeah. Right? So here's the thing. The best comparison I can give, right? Some people say it's a gold rush. I like to look at it like this. Everyone is scared of crypto right now, which is phenomenal. It's a great opportunity for me. I personally just bought three. I have another two on the way. Paul himself bought three, and we're looking to expand to 50 within the next month and a half. Yeah. That should show our investment and our excitement for this. Okay. But here's the thing. Imagine back in 08, the real estate crash. Somebody told you like, hey, you know what? I'm going to buy this rental property. Yeah. What are you going to say? You're crazy. Fuck yeah. <laughs> right? You're like, yeah. you're, out of your, you're out of your freaking mind. But here's the thing. You're looking towards the future. You're saying, you know what? People are getting more comfortable with crypto. They want to purchase it. They want to own it. They have less trust in the banks, less trust in the less trust in everything. So they want to own something that's a hedge against that. So what are they going to do? They're going to go to the machines. So you don't, it's, it's almost like me telling you about cash ATMs 15 years ago. And you're like, what? Only the banks own the ATMs, right? Yeah, that's so true. So, so that's how I look at it right now. Right now is the time because at the end of the day, you don't want to know about something. And a year later, or two years later, or 10 years later, you're talking to your kids. You're like, man, I heard about that idea. Right. I heard about Tesla. I heard about Amazon. My buddy was talking about it. So right now is the time. This is the absolute best opportunity because think about all those locations that do not have Bitcoin ATMs right now. Yeah. All those cities that no one is thinking about it. They're just thinking about their current situation and you're forward thinking. You're like, you know what? I know the population there. They are going to use this machine. Yeah. And you're making multiple thousand dollars a month. So right now is absolutely the best time. Yeah. So what about you? What are your personal plans with the Bitcoin ATMs? So uh, like I mentioned, I purchased a few. I'm yep. actually installing a few in the Bay Area. I'm actually looking to expand to Miami next year. Nice. But in addition to that, I also understand because I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but we include cash ATM access also to make. So what do you mean? So what I mean by that is this. You can start with a Bitcoin machine, but then you might realize you need a cash ATM there also. Yeah. So my plan is to launch multiple Bitcoin ATMs at locations, take advantage of our program where you can also order another cash ATM to put right next to that Bitcoin ATM yeah. and create infinity banking, take advantage of that investment strategy nationwide fully remote deployments where I'm just profiting thousands of dollars a month from what I call my employees, right? Yeah. I call my Bitcoin ATMs, my employees, and I'm literally just logging into my phone and seeing where it's at. Not worrying about stocks, not worrying about anything else. I'm worrying about the active revenue I am making for my crypto machines. And that's my plan moving forward. Not invest in anything else, but crypto ATMs. Yeah. So uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the way that I see it is if you're buying these Bitcoin ATMs and they generate about thousand to $6,000 per month, um, it only takes about $6,000 to, you know, get a cash ATM. Um, so literally maybe a month, two months, three months, maybe at the most, um, that Bitcoin ATM would literally pay for the cash ATM that would then also bring you another 25% of the population that would be using that as well. Right. Mm -hmm. So that Bitcoin ATM is essentially paying for the whole thing. Right. Exactly. So literally it's, you're playing with house money after you get your first machine, because yeah. think about it this way. It's not even just the money because there's a wholesome aspect to it. You're providing a service to people that yeah. don't have access to banks, that don't have access to crypto, that are not able to take advantage of the trend because of sometimes it's their situation, right? And they, they weren't put in the situation by their own fault. They were just a product of their environment. Yeah. So you're providing a service to them and you're allowing them access to the future. 
So yeah, you're correct. You can get your complete return on investment just from one machine. And that's not, like I mentioned, it's not even including the advertising copper. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, okay. And one thing that I like about like this business model is one, once somebody ends up moving forward with one, they tend to get more, right? That's just kind of natural. Um, like even for example, when I was talking to Paul, like, you know, they want to get three, four, five, they want to continue growing, obviously, because it's pretty much semi-passive. They just have to, you know, change, uh, you know, the, the, or refill the money essentially. Right. Um, in this case scenario, like you, you said, you're just doubling down, um, on, on average, like, I mean, you probably don't even know these numbers yet. Um, but on average, like, you know, when do you see your clientele getting more than just one and kind of moving forward that way? So surprisingly, and because this is this, this is the thing, right? We explain the process, just flat out, this is the process. If you do it with us or you do it your own. Right. And we want you to make an informed decision. Either way, because based on the information you get from us, you have enough information to start. It's going to be tough, but you can have stock. So what we find is once we explain the process and we're fully transparent, we say these are the requirements because at the end of the day, we want you to be successful either with us or without us. It doesn't matter. So what we find is people actually start with multiple machines because oh, my, mindset wise, you're like, I might as well start with three yeah. because if you're telling me I can make a thousand to $6,000 a month and that's just from transactions, not including the actual ad revenue. And you I mean, think about it. You're running multiple businesses in one machine. So you say, why don't I just have three in multiple locations? Yeah. So we have investors that say, hey, get them. I've got $100,000. What can I do? I'm like, well, I want to target this area, that area. Once a year I go here. So I want to make sure I get one here. I know about yeah. this bodega over here in New York. So they start with multiple because it's like, why not take advantage? Imagine, like I mentioned the, the example of like housing. Yeah. Imagine, you know, for example, a major company is moving to a city and the housing market's going to explode. Are you really just going to get one property? No, that's heck, true. Heck yeah. no. You're going to call grandma. And you're like, hey, where's your cash at? We need to get this <laughs> for your machine. Right? Yeah. So that's why we see a lot of people starting with multiple. That's why the founder of the company himself, the chief operating officer, are actually investing themselves. Our consultants, our team members are buying them also. We have team members across the globe that are like, get them. How can I get in the U.S.? Yeah. Make it happen. So multiple people are actually starting with multiple machines because you're exponentially increasing your revenue immediately. You can literally jump into another tax bracket. And this is what I call zip code changing money. And what I mean by that is your current zip code, guys, you can change it based on the revenue from this. And you can continue to work your nine to five and explode your actual income for the year. So, yeah. of course, why wouldn't you start with multiple machines? What about fulfillment time? Let's say somebody ends up you know, moving forward. They're like, this all sounds great. Uh, how fast can they be up and running? So this is, this is funny you mentioned that, right? So we initially, we limited it to 20 clients to start because yeah. you, know, they, you know what? We understood like the fulfillment time was a little while. We didn't have that many machines. Yeah. That went in one week. <laughs> Disappeared. It was like, it was like hotcakes. We're like, guys, like, we're like, we're going to start you off with one. Like, no, I want five. What do you mean? Yeah. Let me. So, so here's the thing for the first initial batch, it was just a few weeks, right? And now we've even doubled down ourselves. We have bought over a hundred machines, right? We spent millions of dollars yeah. in inventory and we're actually building warehouses. Damn. So we have two distribution points in the United States to shorten the time frame to smooth the process for everybody. Yeah. So realistically, you can have your Bitcoin ATM business up and running in 30 days. Yeah. As long good. as you work with us, yeah. right? Because things happen at the end of the day, people are busy, but as long as you go through our process, realistically, you can have a cash flowing asset up and running in 30 days. Nowhere else in any investment world could you have that. Even in real estate, for escrow, what do you wait? At yeah. least 30 days. Yeah. 
and God forbid there's another inspection, you're like, oh man, now we got to extend extra, we got to fill out all this extra paperwork. For us, you're having a cash flowing aspect, asset that costs a fraction of the cost of a rental property. A right. fraction, think about it, making the same amount of money as a $400,000 investment. And it's up and running in about 30 days. Yeah, because he was saying like that quadplex is going to generate him 5000 right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like a $600,000 property, right? Exactly. So, yeah. So with this, it's going to be a lot less mm-hmm. um, and you're going to generate, you know, pretty much either the same if you have, you know, multiple machines. Exactly. So, um, and, and, and it's funny you mentioned that, right? So we always, and because we always get this all the time, right? Especially the real estate world. Like, well, I just want to buy real estate. It's like, yeah. hey, we're not saying do either or. But my firm belief is that you have active revenue coming in, an active business actually paying for your expenses, paying for those assets you're buying because they complement each other. You can have the rental, you, the rental property, you can have the real estate investment. That's totally fine. That's how you preserve your wealth. But the way to actually get to wealth is you need something generating revenue. And nowadays you got to ask yourself, like what other businesses out there that will only take you initially a few hours of work? Yeah. That's it. And on the back end, it's fully passive. There's nothing else out there. It's impossible right. to find something like that. That's where I have so many people come to us right now. So when somebody ends up working with you and they get their first couple of ATMs, uh, Bitcoin ATMs placed, mm-hmm. um, you know, how do you guys, do you guys continue working with them to make sure that everything's good? Or, you know, what's the, like, is there any offboarding or how does that look like? Because I'm assuming that with a business like this, that is a consistent type of business, that they're going to have to be with you guys for a while, right? Yeah. But I could be wrong. So, so let me give you an idea. So I'm old school. Right. And Paul himself, founder of the company, we're old school. We always believe in like touch points, actually talking to clients. Right. So like literally just before this podcast, I was on the phone with one of our clients from 2020. Damn. Like, get them. What's up? How you been? I just had a question about this bank document. And I was like, hey, no worries. I'm, I'm eating lunch. But let's talk. Yeah. Right. So with that being said, we're all about customer and client service, because at the end of the day, that's what helps you sustainably grow. Yep. We're all about making sure you're successful, then moving on. Right. So. What we did was to ensure the same quality of actual service, because we're all about servitude. What we did was we actually hired five new team members just to manage the success of the clients, to push you, just like a coach, right? Sometimes people need accountability. So you're going to have one of our team members sending you a message. They might even send you a text message and say, hey, what's up? You haven't done this yet. So to ensure your success, we're going to push you there. You're going to succeed whether you want to or not, as long as you go through our process. So when it comes down to it on the back end, there's so many options for you, right? You can expand to have as many machines as you want, or if you want to add cash ATMs to your portfolio, we walk you through that process step-by-step also. That's included. So you're basically getting two businesses for the price of one. Yeah. But how it looks like is you personally have access to me. You have my email address. You have my social media. You actually have my personal cell if you need it. So that's the type of success we look for. Half my contacts are actually clients. Sometimes my family gets mad. Like, hey, you didn't pick up my calls. Like, well, I have 14 other calls, yeah, right? Yeah. Because I want to ensure people are successful. Paul is the same way. Once you're a client, if we're in your city, we're going to have lunch with you. You yeah. check out our social media profiles, you'll see. We actually sit down and have lunch with our clients because we want to see. We're generally happy. They tell us your stories. We have federal agents. We have federal judges, law enforcement officers, police, uh, police officers, firefighters, nurses, absolutely changing their life. People that have their first business. Right. And it's the best feeling knowing that these people that felt like they were stuck in their career that thought, you know what? There's this glass ceiling. I'm never going to go above it. Just like how I felt when I started. Yep. And they're saying, get them. Thanks. You literally allowed me to leverage my time, the same hours in my life to make double my income. Right. It's right. the best feeling at the end of the day. Now, you know, some clients might, might 
you know, you said in the 30 days, right? Like mm -hmm. if they work with you, what does that mean if they work with you? Like mm -hmm. uh, what do they have to do on their end to make sure that it's a success? So there's there's things you need to do. So you actually need to go to a bank and open the bank account. We can't do right. that for you, right? You need to file for the actual business. So if you don't do that, we have problems. We're like, yeah. hey, we're gonna we're gonna pester you, and I, I'm I'm like straight up, we're gonna pester you until you do it. I will personally call you, like, hey, what are you doing, right? <laughs> yeah. So when I say when you work with me, we understand sometimes people have vacations. We've had instances where we say, hey, you know, I'm gonna be out of the country. Um, I can't I can't do this step for another two weeks. That's okay. We will be here. We say, hey, we'll pause. We understand life happens. Yeah. So I say when you work with me, I say just go through our process. Let's let's put it this way. I'm in the Marines. I was in the Marines. I like to keep things as simple as possible. Okay, so because of that, what we made is a checklist. So we said, literally, as long as you print this out and there's literally check boxes, you go through this process, you don't even need to contact us. We'll be there for you, but you don't even need to talk. You don't even need us. Yeah. We made it so simple. So I say, when you work with me, he's like, literally just go through the process and you'll be up and running as soon as possible. Yeah. And if, and, some, oh, and, sorry. And no, if, sorry, if something ever happens, which, which it doesn't, will always be there. We're all about good business at the end of the day. We will make sure you're successful. Yeah. Is there anything within the, within that checklist that is increase, like not increasingly difficult, but just, you know, a little bit harder that people might get stuck on? Because, you know, sometimes when people make investments, they always ask, like, how much time is this going to take me? Like, what do you need from me? Right. So is there anything on that checklist that is difficult? Absolutely not. We, I'm, I'm telling you right now. All the difficult stuff you guys take care of. Let's put it, let's put it this way. I'm, I'm not the smartest character. <laughs> right. You know, I was like, I was like, Hey, I was like, join the Marines. I was like, I want to do infantry. I just want to like learn how to shoot guns. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm real simple. So I said, you know what, if we can make this process simple enough for me, it's going to be absolutely simple enough for anything. And that's why we have so much success with such very, I'm talking medical doctors, surgeons that is like, this is extremely, I'm, I'm working a hundred hours a week. I literally thank God. Thank you. Get them. Like I literally just went through this checklist and it took me and I was up and running ASAP. Yeah. So the same success we had with our cash ATMs, we have duplicated that process with our Bitcoin ATMs and we see it as a complementing investment. Yeah. So for, for those listening, what would be the hardest part about doing this? So the hardest part is taking the first step forward. And I'm all about imperfect action. So when it comes down to it, we literally have your back. What we did, we, we brainstormed and said, how can someone fail in this business? Well, well, they don't know how to form a business. Well, we're going to walk you through that. I will, yeah. I will personally hop on Zoom with you. I've done this. So I've walked them through exactly how to file. We said, well, they don't know how, or they can't find a business checking account. Like we have an entire team that will help you find it. Yeah. And you say, well, they, they can't figure out what type of machine. We get the machine for you. We can't yeah. get, you can't get a location. Like, don't worry, we have the team. You don't like that location? Well, we'll find you another one. It doesn't work out for whatever reason. We will find you another one. And then the only other factor, which is probably the hardest part, is the person themselves. Motivation, because we understand motivation fades. Yeah. So we said, you know what? What can we do to make sure they're successful? And it's like, it was one of those aha moments, like client success. Yeah. So we hired multiple client success managers. Their whole job is to ensure that you go through the process. I don't care if it's Christmas, they're going to contact you, <laughs> right? Yeah. So yeah. like I said, like the hardest part is you. And whether you like it or not, you're going to get your machine installed. You're going to be up and running. Right, right. So where do you see yourself and then where do you see ATM together with this, you know, new Bitcoin uh, program in the next, I'd say, five to 10 years? So let's put it this way. ATM together launched about, about two years ago, right? Yeah. And we've scaled to over 1,500 clients. It's exploded because people have realized, like, like Paul mentions, he always brings this up to me and, I, and I, I really resonate with this. And it hit me when I was a cop. I said, no matter how much money you make at your job, 
you're literally one step away from poverty. Yeah. One bad decision, and they always used to imprint. Uh, they used to always imprint this in us. They said you are literally one step away, one decisions away, from having no job. Whether you're a surgeon, whether you're, it doesn't matter. So you're one step away from poverty. You have to have an exit strategy, right? So what I see is us exploding with this, with the demand we've had and the success we had already. We have multiple machines being shipped out nationwide already, and we're just we're exponentially increasing. I see us having an entire fleet and clients that want to meet us with us anywhere. I see lots of lunch spots for us because we're going to be able to meet with successful clients nationwide. Yeah. And I see having thousands of Bitcoin ATM machines and creating passive income for clients nationwide. Yeah. Anyone in the nine to five, anyone that just realizes, hey, you know what? I just need another source of income to pay for bills. I see us exploding because we already have. And it's, it's just a no brainer. It's like, hey, if you're going to get a cash ATM, you might as well get a Bitcoin ATM. Yeah. Why not profit off of it? So to answer your question, I see ourselves with multiple new clients and multiple new success stories, which we're having every day all over the nation. Yeah. And why hasn't someone uh, done this yet? Is it because crypto is still in like its infancy or because it's not too, you know, uh, like prominent in, in other areas? I see it every now and then. Mm -hmm. Why is it not as prominent yet if it has, you know, this type of potential? So a part of it is, is limiting beliefs. Right. So just just remember when when Paul launched the company, I was I was there from the beginning. Um, a lot of the company, like the the industry itself, it's kind of older. Yeah, that makes sense, especially with yeah. the machines. So they just can't fathom this type of model because imagine this: instead of McDonald's being everywhere, we teach you how to have your own McDonald's and start expanding in your area. Yeah, that's what's going on. So people just can't fathom that idea, right? This grassroots movement of different individuals that are becoming business owners. Because we understand at the end of the day, there's enough out there for everybody. Think about all these cities. We're in Las Vegas. Imagine how many locations there are for there. Yeah. Think yep. about how many areas there are. So we understand that, like, why take everything ourselves when we can empower other people to be business owners? Right, right. And that's the main reason why is because no one's taking advantage. This is, it's such a complex process. And it just took, you know, the, the direction from Paul and the operation from me to refine it to actually test it ourselves, to be the guinea pigs first, to make yeah. sure it works before we even brought it about, before we even thought about it, the screening. And the reason why is because people aren't willing to do that. Companies aren't, want, aren't willing to go into quote unquote uncharted territories. A lot of people sure. just want to be safe. And we understand, you know what? No, we're going to empower people because I come from humble beginnings, right? Like I mentioned, I didn't end up grow up with much. Paul himself, the other founder, he, he came from humble beginnings, not for much. And we understand the normal working class person does not have opportunities like this. How else are, are you going to get a hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollars to start a business? That's impossible. Yeah. yeah, that's not reasonable. So we found a way to actually empower everybody to use everybody together to make it even more affordable and more reasonable for them to get into. Right, and I see, and, and right now especially, like I feel like there's a surge of people becoming their own business owners. Right, like there's uh, every single day, you know, people are quitting their nine to five or you know, and just kind of going full on in with something. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think this would be a kind of a great step forward for people that want to go into a business and then also not necessarily have to like wear all the hats. Cause you know, if business owners are listening to this, most likely you're familiar with wearing all the hats. You have to do the marketing, the sales, the fulfillment, all this type of stuff. In this scenario, you really only wear one hat and it's the, uh, I mean, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the hat is you have to invest. So you're essentially an investor. And then from there, since everything else is kind of handled, you, the CEO is like, you're delegating it to, out to everybody else. And then from there, it's just passive. 
So that's why I think it's a good business model because other business models, you have to like start up, you have to do everything in, in, in general, which is difficult, right? Yeah. And it usually takes uh, quite a bit of time to, if you do it yourself, to grow anything substantial. And this scenario is kind of like a shortcut. Exactly. So we, like I mentioned, we simplified it. We saw all these other business models for all these other ventures, right? And and some people have success with those ventures, right? Which is which is great. But we found even like an e-commerce, for example, you have to register for all these licenses. You got to get all these credit cards. You got to sign up for these uh, local um, permits. And it's like there's too much stuff for you to take advantage. I mean, we've spoken to a lot of these clients that have come from other areas of yeah. investment, and they have failed because they were set up for failure. There was too much. They were given the the golden goose, and then all of a sudden they got the the bamboozle where they go there and they're like, man, this is way more than I expected. Right. I have a life, so we've set people up for success because we realize, you know what, what exactly do they need? Let's simplify it as much as possible. Let's actually automate everything. Let's take on most of the responsibility ourselves because at the end of the day, we know people's most valuable asset is their time, and they yeah. want to spend it doing things they like. So we determine, you know what, this is the best approach to make it as simple as possible we thought you know what why even send the machine to the client let's find a technician we don't want them touching that thing yeah. let them let them get it completely the only thing you have to do is go talk to a business owner make sure you like them and sign a contract yeah so we made it as simple as possible to ensure the success because like i said at the end of the day when it comes down to it when we see our clients successful it's the best thing that's why you see so many photos right right yeah and i do see a lot of photos yeah um, cool, dude. Well, I appreciate you being on the show. Where can people find you? Yep. So if you want to actually find me myself, I am on Instagram. Um, Instagram, my handle is getemy, W-H-Y. And then also at ATM Together, that's our business Instagram. The best place to actually find more info, though, is www.atmtogether.com. That is where everything is available for you. I'm talking free resources, free guides, everything from there. And then you can also reach out to me by email if you want. That's listed on our website. But the best way is social media and our website, guys. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks.